0: Out to our executive producer Mitchell Evans for being such a great human being and always <laughs> setting things up.
1: Let hey, us but for real, out. shout out, shout out Mitch, he does 90% of the work for all of us. So, just we definitely need to plug that in there for him. So, make sure to say if you have anything to say, send it to Mitch. If there's any problems, send it to Mitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to follow someone, follow Mitch. <laughs>
1: But alright, Eric. It's just you and me for now because we are the comic book geeks of the group. Um, so I know you wanted to talk about some Marvel stuff. So let me hear what you got, and then I'll chime in.
0: Um, well, basically, I just had more of like um, a wish list in terms of the MCU, like things that I want to see and things that I feel would be like awesome to come to the big screen going forward. And I feel like, <clears throat> namely, more than anything, like comic book fans deserve like a live, ad- live action adaptation of the Fantastic Four that does the Fantastic Four justice because they're probably one of the best superhero groups, in my opinion, like, literally on par with, you know, the Avengers and the Justice League in terms of, like, people I like to see on screen, and I just want to see that done correctly. Um, And I feel like the only person I really, like, need to see, like, in that role at the center of it is John Krasinski because, I mean, they've been all over the place. He just had a meeting with Chris Evans the other day, and he was talking about how he auditioned for Captain America. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm feeling good. Like, I'm in the cap suit, like, <clears throat> feeling all justice or whatever. And it actually wasn't Chris Evans, but Chris Hemsworth turns around the corner Because he was there for Thor, huh? Yeah, and he was there for <laughs> Thor. And
1: he goes, no, nah, take this shit off of me. Like, I'm not yeah. doing it. He needed a couple years <clears throat> in the weight room to get ready for this.
0: But um, he's doing, uh, like, the Jack Ryan show now, right? Yeah, I haven't and seen that. But. I haven't seen it either, but I've heard nothing but, like, amazing reviews. And he, in that show, he's pretty much like, you know. A front and center hero where you have to go out and save the day and stuff like that. So I feel like he could be, like, the perfect
1: Reed Richards. I feel like he's so perfect that they almost have no choice. Like, it has to happen. Like, the same deal with, like, like, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds came out in public and said that when he wanted to be an actor, he based his acting career off of the Deadpool comics because he loved Deadpool that much. You know, years later, they get into the work. He plays Deadpool. Those movies have been a hit. He is literally born to play the role. He fits, he fits everything because when somebody wants to do something and they're not, like, pitched to do it, they just go all in for it. And John Krasinski has said for years, for those who don't know who John Krasinski is, it's Jim from The Office, but he said for years that he wants to be Reed Richards, he wants to be Mr. Fantastic, and I just feel like he fits the role because he can play, like, a smart guy. He can play a lead hero. He can play a family man. He can play a loving husband. Like, these are all things that are what Reed Richards is, and I just feel like he's the kind of guy that would go on and on the role and could potentially be a lead man for Marvel going forward since, you know, we're not going to have Robert Downey and Chris Evans anymore.
0: See, that's, like, that's another thing. Like, the MCU is going to need, like, a face because, as everyone knows, like, Robert Downey Jr. stepping down, and they need someone to fill that void. Like, even Chris Evans as well stepping down. And I don't think Chris Hemsworth is the one to do it. He's been around for a while, and I think that, that they have plans for him going forward, but... He also only has one more movie on his contract, right? And it's really uh, only cool one for
1: sure. And I just feel like he's kind of like he's never said that he wants to stop, but it's just like we've seen a lot of Thor. And, like I love Thor, and I, I, can't, I can't get enough of Thor. But you need a fresh face because eventually you will get burnt out. Like Chris Evans, the reason he stopped playing, he's he's basically said he's just burnt out from doing it. And then, it's it's very taxing work to do these Marvel movies, not only like physically, but just like it's very time consuming. And then like comic book fans can be draining on you emotionally because they're. They're really, honestly, some some horrible people out there, (laughs) like, straight up.
0: They just are really nitpicky with the way they want stuff. Well,
1: because comic book fans, they have this thing where they feel like they own the genre and they want things done a very specific way. And if it's not done the way they want it, then there's, like, so much hate speech written and so much threat sent. And so, like, I'm sure that's not something that people really can handle dealing with for years and years.
0: Well, to go on a tangent about comic book fans, I know, like, um, Avengers Age of Ultron got a ton of backlash because they changed... um, Ultron's origin story, because in the comics, Ant Man was the one that created uh-huh. him, and they did it with Tony creating him, and people were so triggered about it. But if you actually watched the movie and you like had watched the previous movies in the MCU, like that was a, that was a good story that fit the <clears throat> the universe that they were building for the Infinity Saga, and I felt like that was like you know a really really good way to bring him into this into the fold. And then, but going back on <clears throat> in terms of the MCU having a face, I know. A lot of people, Spider-Man's their favorite hero. And Spider-Man, for the longest time, is was your favorite hero as well, right? Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> obviously, with the last movie, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, they did a lot of whole, like, oh, you're the next Iron Man, you're the next Iron Man. And Tom Holland is the best um, theatrical portrayal of Spider-Man ever. By far. Don't even think that's a debate. Should But be. I think that the only reason he won't be the person at the center and the forefront is because of the Marvel Sony um, like joint tie with him. And then we had even talked about it off the pod how this is um, he's only guaranteed one more movie mm-hmm. as well. And then you know Sony wants <coughs> to do their own Spider-Verse so they might try to take him.
1: It's a tough situation because it's not like with Fox or with Universal like I don't know if you know this but you, the the Hulk rights have been returned to Marvel so Universal doesn't have them anymore. But the reason why like Fox and Universal they didn't have such a stranglehold on their characters was because the X-Men movies were starting to fail. They were losing money. They weren't doing good. They weren't getting good reviews. The X-Men
0: timeline, bro. Oh
1: they, they, they fucked with the timeline so much and the movies just got too confusing. And they were just like, all right, like we're like, they milked that. Like the, the original X-Men movies were good. They made a lot of money. They, nobody would complain about them. I would say, but like that, that bag got milked dry. And then like the universal movies, like all the Hulk solo movies didn't really work out for them that well. And so they were just like, we kind of have to relinquish it. Disney's got all the money. They got all the resources. But with Sony, Spider-Man movies are doing really good. The Venom Spider-Man movie movies, good too, not, Venom did really like, good. Morbius looks really good. Like their movies aren't failing. They're not perfect, and they're not you know like in the family so much. But Sony's a no Sony has no reason to relinquish the rights when they're making hella money off of them still. So they're like 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 why would they sell to Marvel just because, you know, Marvel can not afford it. Like, but what I think they're trying to work out now is. What a lot of people, I don't think what people realize when Vulture showed up in the Morbius trailer, that's actually a really big deal. Because that means that now you can have the MCU, you can have the full-on Spider-Verse, and you can have crossover. So now you can have movies. Like, like the Spider-Man movies have all been crossover movies at this point anyways. Like, like uh, Homecoming and Far From Home, they're essentially a crossover movie. Yeah. But now you can introduce... Venom and Morbius, which is, like, the darker R-rated... Because Sony's willing to do R-rated movies and Disney's not. So you can have, like, that crossover with Venom, Carnage, Morbius. And then you can introduce Vulture and Scorpion. And that's when you get something like the Sinister Six, which I think is what they're really trying to set up, which I think could even be potentially, like, what the main plot of the third Spider-Man movie could end up being. The
0: untitled Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like... The Sinister Six, the Sinister Six is the way to go, because I think that that's just a cat. Well, for and in terms of just anything, like if Spider-Man Three Sinister Six, like that movie's gonna sell regardless of anything, like that even if it's so not dope. good or whatever. But also, like you brought up how Vulture showed up in the um, Morbius trailer. Well, also the Sam Raimi Spider-Man was in the uh, Morbius trailer as well. There's another detail. They could like say like, oh, maybe. Um, you're talking about the uh,
1: how Sam Raimi got picked. he's directing the new Doctor Strange movie you exactly,
0: know? and that's going to be exploring the multiverse. And then, then you could even get wild things, where something like you know um, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, where there's different versions of Spider-Man. And we've had three different cinema versions hey. of Spider-Man, and they could throw in Andrew Garfield. You can get F- Toby Maguire oh snapping down with the finger guns, as hey. well as Tom Holland. Hey. We're not going to address the finger guns, <laughs> but
1: you were not Tobey Maguire fans at all. Like it's it's like for those who don't know us, like. We feel like Tobey Maguire Spider Man was awful, but Horrendous. in the but in the issue of fairness, a lot of a lot of people really like the Tobey Maguire version movies. So if Sony and Disney can figure out a way to have our Spider Man, the current Spider Man, and bring back the old Spider Man, just the nostalgia alone, like people love nostalgia, I don't- they would make so much money doing that. And you can even potentially set up like, oh, all the Spider Man, so you have Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, bring in Miles Morales. Bring in a couple of the other animated versions, give them a live action character, have them all fight the Sinister Six in like a big, mini Avengers style battle. Oh well,
0: yeah, I think I don't even think they, that they need to bring Tom McGuire back on the big screen. <laughs> Obviously, like you know, I'm a little bit biased. Cause I didn't exactly like his uh, um, interpretation of the character. I think it would be fun if they but just gave him like uh, a cameo. That a cameo would be, would be yeah. would literally be her, would just be perfect. It would give the nostalgia fans exactly what they need. It would give, like. And it doesn't <laughs> take anything away from Tom Holland. Yeah, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, the fans want to see Tom Holland. That's what we've seen lately. And his movies have been wildly successful. I mean, and he's fit into. He, I think that Tom Holland is <clears throat> perfect because he fits the Disney fold. But they also did, and, you know, in his last movie where they're kind of showing him, like, oh, like, you need to grow up a little bit and you need to make the big man decisions. And I think that's how. They can fold in, like, this R-rated Sony fold in terms of, like, he's going to have to fight, like, the Sinister Six with Venom and, like, Carnage who are killing people and, like, a, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a human-eating vampire, like, things like that. And it's, like, that's a lot different than Vulture, but also, like, this man fought Thanos. And he's, yeah <clears throat> like, and I think they need to really, like, hammer and nail in, like, that he's not going to be a kid if they're making this movie. Like, he's going to have to grow up like really quickly and tom
1: holland's he's getting older like people still look at him as a kid but like he's he's in his 20s now like he's gonna he's becoming a man like they're gonna have to and i feel like that would be great to give because like in the comics you grow up with characters so in the comics you see spider-man go from the child superhero to a full-grown adult Mm -hmm. if we can actually see that on screen and tom holland has said i'll play spider-man for 20 years like he he loves doing it I would love to see the full arc of him growing up to becoming an adult version of Spider-Man, having to take on real serious threats—not just people who are, you know, out to hurt the neighborhood, but like serious serial killer, murderer, crazies, like carnages.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and then I think that <clears throat> there's like there's so many things that they can do with the building in New York, right? How there's been how there's construction mm. over where the old Avengers Tower was, right? Yeah, and where like and they've it, mentioned could be, in, it could be Oscorp or.
1: Continue. they mentioned in Spider-Man: Homecoming how somebody actually has bought the building, so that's already canon. Like it, there is a story that's coming out for for what Avengers Tower will be. I suspect like everybody wants to assume Oscorp, but I feel like. I don't know if Disney will go that route just because Oscorp has been used a lot. I just feel like the Baxter really makes more sense Yeah, for and the Fantastic it, Four. And
0: like, I feel like <clears throat> they can And
1: also, and sorry to interrupt you, but no, also in the comics, um, Johnny Storm and Spider-Man are really close friends. Oh, really? So they can set it up to where like, Tom Holland goes to college and he meets Johnny Storm as a kid. Ooh, that, would, that would be lit. And then that's how we get introduced. Because even in the mm-hmm. comics, Spider-Man actually spends some time as a member of the Fantastic Four. So they could even oh, set up Fantastic Four, back yeah, head. with the bag, with the back head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Oh, could that either. was super nerdy. Like y'all have no, y'all <laughs> So have they no can set idea. that up. Hey, this part <clears throat> is for the nerds.
0: <laughs> hey, but um, all right. So you brought up, you know, Johnny Storm, who is the Human Torch and member of the Fantastic Four. For those who don't know, um. Who do you feel would be ideal casting for Johnny Storm?
1: The one I, the one that I've like, like my dream cast. I don't. There's no rumors of this. I've never heard if this has been tied together at all. Just like personal opinion, I think Doc Ray Montgomery would be perfect for it. Sure Things. For those, yeah, for those who don't know who that is, he's Billy in Stranger Things. He's the redheaded girl's older brother who gets possessed by um, the Mind flare in season two. The mind flare. <laughs> yeah. So and again, nerdy stuff. So if you've seen Stranger Things, you know who he is. If you don't know who he is, look him up on IMDb. He's got he fits the role pretty well, I think. Um, as like a pretty boy who can be kind of an asshole but still have kind of a lovable side to him.
0: Well my my ideal casting, I know this has been said a lot, but honestly the more I think about it the more I love it. But <clears throat> before I like throw it out there, like just know I feel like there's a lot of people who could fit this role and do a good yeah. a job with it. But I honestly think Zach Efron is a great cast for it. Just 'cause I honestly really like his movies. Like not not high school musical for <laughs> for for those who know, but um I feel like his like in Neighbors and in uh what was the what was the movie he just did with uh,
1: with Michael B. Jordan?
0: No, it was the movie where he was the murderer.
1: Oh, where he's Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy, yeah. Oh, he I didn't does a that.
0: phenomenal job as Ted Bundy. And, like, he can tap into that where he can be serious or he can be um, comedic as well. And, you know, obviously, like, you know, he's a handsome dude. He could fit the Johnny Storm.
1: I would have agreed with this if this was, like, 10 years ago. But Zac Efron's over 30 now.
0: Yeah, but he's jacked. So. I mean, yeah. I just feel
1: like if they're going to cast the Johnny Storm, they should, go, they should go younger with it.
0: Well, I feel like, well, and, how, and also how old I is uh, Emily Blunt?
1: Emily Blunt? Uh, she's high 30s, I want to so say. She's supposed
0: to be his older sister, right? Yes. Well, em- okay. Sue Storm is. Before, Sue Storm. <clears brother. throat> that w- that's my casting for
1: well, yeah, the Invisible Woman. I would woman. go Emily Blunt, too. Cause Cause I mean, I feel like and she's, a- and she's too. Don Krasinski's wife. It's literally perfect. So the chemistry would and be she, And for the stars. record, officially, Emily Blunt has been cast. Marvel has signed her to-, to a contract. She will be in a movie. It just has not been announced what she's been announced to do yet.
0: Okay. So um, before we. Like, it's necessarily- for sure got to be Invisible Woman. <laughs> it has. <laughs> it has, to to it has- be. Like, that just makes perfect. the most sense. Her and Don Krasinski, like. Those are the two people I want to see. And if I, it, it kind of puts me in like a, uh, like, particular, like, predicament that's a little bit weird. And to, because I've never really been mad at a Marvel casting. And, like, if they cast someone else as Mr. Fantastic, like, I'm going to be disappointed. I mean, I, I think uh, it's just because I want to see John Krasinski as John
1: so Krasinski bad. deserves the role more than anybody for sure. But at the same time, they know what they're doing. Marvel yeah. and Disney, their casting for the characters has been pretty much 100%.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch casting might be like, yeah. The best dog Strange casting ever.
1: So like, I'm not. I at this point, they have such a track record track record of success that I wouldn't. I wouldn't bat an eye for <clears> whatever <throat> I what just they think. Do.
0: I just think the hype is so like, real. Oh, and for the <laughs> for record,
1: for a lot of like, for those who don't know, like some rumors came out recently that Henry Cavill is is in talks to play Wolverine, but that's actually been shot down. Marvel said that's unfounded. That's not really going to happen. <clears> so <throat> honestly,
0: I want. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see Henry Cavill as Wolverine, even if it was a true, um, rumor, because I do think he's the perfect superman but well, yeah. i mean that's a that's a dc conversation that we could go into another day <laughs> but um
1: and i just feel like to for these roles for the fantastic four and the x-men like they're looking for people who can do this shit for a long time so i think they want to go with younger people and probably even actors that we've never heard of i mean that would be i mean most like of said, the most of most of the marvel cast right now before they were in marvel movies people they weren't that popular like other than robert downey like they really none of them were really that popular before they Chris got the Marvel like moderately popular. Chris Evans was not for remember. doing Chris, high school dramas.
0: Chris Evans was freaking um Johnny Storm. People don't even remember cuz the first Fantastic Four yeah. movie was so damn horrible. That
1: would be so funny if they can bring <laughs> him back oh, with I the, sure with the new Fantastic 4, yeah. With
0: like a young like the aging <laughs> thing that they used on Samuel Jackson that would be insane. <clears throat> but um before can we... we get
1: Killmonger in there cuz he cuz <laughs> Michael B Jordan played Johnny Storm too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. That was the worst movie ever, hey, but we don't even talk If you about
1: haven't that. seen that Fantastic Four movie, don't watch it. It's just horrible. Don't
0: waste your Don't waste your time. Actually, like, you'll never get those 2 hours back. You in should
1: watch it just to understand how bad it is.
0: Honestly, I don't know why you'd wish that on anybody. I had to watch <laughs> it. So
1: as far as I'm concerned, if I had to watch it, everybody have to watch it cuz that this that shit was an embarrassment. Okay.
0: We got the whole squad back in here, but before we do that, what is your ideal way for you for the um Fantastic Four to come into the MCU? Like would you want to see Doctor Strange explore like a universe where they're there? Would you want them to just throw them in there by bu- buying the Baxter Building? Or <clears throat> personally, my like dream scenario is that they showed um, at the end of Spider Man Far tough. From Home is Samuel Jackson. He's on a spaceship, and he's in that new um, what's that?
1: It's called Sword.
0: Sword. Well, I think because th- the way they got their powers is by being in space and <clears throat> an explosion with Doctor Doom, for the record. So like they could they could be scientists that work for Sword. And then they just get their powers from an explosion there and then they could buy it that out. Works. And they could have already bought the Baxter building. One of the one of the scientists mm-hmm. could've. So I think that would be like a great way to do it. Obviously MCU will do their own thing.
1: I like that way. I think for me the way the way that I would like to do it is instead of having to set up like a whole origin story for them, I just feel like with the whole with like Doctor Chinese multiverse of madness, right? I'm imagining in this movie he's gonna fold through the multiverse trying to look for stuff, find things, or I don't I don't know what the story of that movie is. But Probably, it's, I it's think a, he's
0: going to find threats and neutralize them before they become. I'm imagining maybe Thanos. in that movie,
1: one of the multiverses he throws to the Fantastic Four already exists. They're already full blown superheroes. They're already they're, they're famous. They're in their prime. They don't have to be set up their powers or nothing. And something happens in that in that universe where their planet gets destroyed, or Doctor Doom completely erases their, multi their verse their pocket universe, or something like that, and they, the fantasy far has nothing left to do. So Doctor Strange brings them back into our universe, So that's how yeah. we introduce to them so something <laughs> like that I along mean, those lines.
0: Kevin Feige talked about how they're going to introduce a character that they've always wanted to do something with. In, um, into our Multiverse of Madness. And, you know, he said, like, oh, nobody will expect it. And, like, he always says If there's that one thing I can tell you about lying. Kevin Feige,
1: he is the greatest producer of all time, in my opinion. He's made boatloads of money. He has been You're perfect for Marvel. Mind, what? So but Spike Lee? Excuse me? Spike Lee has never made a good movie. You can't change my opinion. You can't change my opinion. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Hey, the Spike Lee joint hey, hey. in
0: my career. That's an that Uncle Tom ass nigga like can't know, change my opinion. I'm just sorry, like just because he's, he's black doesn't mean have to be a fan of his. The yeah, yeah, that dude.
1: one was good, bro. Anyways, um, I agree with you, Austin. Though, said
2: like Kevin Feige,
1: look, the name nigga name Feige. Uh, look yeah. up his net worth. Look up all the movies. And how much money he's <laughs> look made. Look
2: up his last name. <laughs> what is that? Have <laughs>
1: but, to do but, with but this? anyways, Kevin my point. Feige movies are amazing. <laughs> amazing. Anyways, my point is, he's also. A compulsive liar, so you can't take anything he says in his interview seriously whatsoever. No, nah, he stays lying just because,
0: <laughs> just because them MCU fans are so damn crazy, and they always are like, hey, you know who it, is? Their own you know who it is? It's
1: my boys, I New rock stars. <laughs> 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 they, they, ruined Box, they ruined this shit. They ruined this shit because they break down this, sh- they break down those trailers so good, and they and they spoil so many movies that Feige and everybody has to go out and lie so that way. The- <laughs> <Like> <laughs> even even the even Marvel trailers, if you watch the trailers, almost every Marvel trailer now has shit that's not even in the movie at all. It's just complete. Mr. X,
0: like the whole Spider, like the whole Spider Man, Iron Man flying on
1: the or, or in Infinity War where Hulk is literally charging the line in Wakanda and he's literally not moving. Hey, in movie at in all. their defense, that was that was that was an original scene though, because I don't know if you saw like the whole like the deleted scene where Hulk the actually, comes, where Hulk out, actually yeah. comes
0: out. One, I wish they had done that,
1: bro. So many of the deleted scenes have come <clears throat> out from these Marvel movies that would have been such dope ass scenes. Like I I, I don't understand like, why they Hulk would have bust
0: out in that moment, like. I would have been iconic, bro. Or, like, you would have been as crazy scene? as, like, when Thor pulled up, like...
1: But I think that's why they didn't want to do it, is because the Thor scene was already, like, their big, like, wow moment. And they didn't want to have another big wow moment when the whole point of Infinity War was that they were supposed to lose. Like, you
2: was, weren't... Was that wow moment really like a wow moment, though?
1: <laughs> when Thor pulls up with Stormbreaker? Yeah, that really like that? <laughs> bro, the entire theater it lit, bro. cheered, bro. That... See, but
2: that moment, <laughs> it's not as good as, um... When they all pulled up from the other... Th- the
1: okay, but that came afterwards, though. Like, up to that point. I feel you. I feel up to that know. point. whole oh, thing. Like, when they came out, on your left? Yeah.
2: Niggas pulled up. Everyone heard that little... <laughs> <laughs> I don't <said>, know oh. <laughs> hey, I was, you niggas in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas in trouble. Hey, but
1: yes, that's true. But before that, in Infinity War, when, when I saw the freaking Bifrost slam into Wakanda and then <laughs> Storm Stormbreaker came slimes, flying through, killing everybody, oh, yeah. and then... Thor caught that shit. Oh no, I went nuts, bro. I get well, shot. Then he I'm
0: yells, bring me. Then he yells, that bring shit, me. Bro, Thanos, bro, like. think,
2: what about when, when they introduced Black Panther? That shit was First tough. time? In oh, Civil like. War? Yeah, when he just pulls was tough, up on them? Yes. Yeah. Nigga came through like, like, like Barry Sandler. Hey, hey, like hey, all my life, I had to that. fight, boy.
1: Hey, Winter Soldier and Captain America thought <laughs> they was the ones, and then... Oh God. They were... <laughs> Nigga can't put them paws in the niggas, bro. He beat the shit out hey, of them. America, every hit was for civil rights, everyone. Captain America was chasing, trying to catch, bah. trying to catch um, Winter Soldier on the, on the motorcycle. And here comes Black Panther's just zoom in, just flying by him, jumping off of a car man
0: jumped off the back of a car and hit a moving motorcycle with his right hand <laughs> <laughs> and sliced that bitch in half. Uh, <laughs> hey,
2: hey, she- a 1v1 fight, Captain America, Black Panther. 1v1 fight? Yeah. yeah. That's actually tough.
0: That's actually a good-ass fight. <laughs> like, let, let's I get think that
1: Black right. Panther's probably winning, though, because like, his, his suit check is... No, I think okay. I think straight hands, if you take powers and suits away, Captain America whoops everyone's ass. Okay. Well, no, okay, if, if T'Challa's still
2: a suit. Su- no, <laughs> no, if you take everyone's, you take everyone's arms away. and legs away, they can't walk. T'Challa's still I mean, a
0: superhero without his suit, though. If you take everybody's powers away, except for his. He's got the power of the black herbar. Yeah, but Captain America. Captain America got Captain America got more
2: hands than anybody. Captain America caught a helicopter with her hands. No, I think it is. Killmonger is beating the fuck out of Captain America. No hell no. Tribble, you're out no, of your. No Killmonger chance. made Black Panther Kill Ma- look like a beach. <laughs> 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 <Girl>. A
0: beach. <laughs> yeah, but Black
2: Panther didn't have his powers when they fought. They, exactly. It was straight hands, right? But I'm no, saying. We're Cap has powers. Cap has powers, though. That's out the of game. the suit. So Black Panther still saying, has his powers. I'm saying Killmonger has Black Panther's powers. Like, you know what I'm saying? He gets to. Oh, like, like, you're saying. With, with the power of the earth? earth? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good ass fight. Killmonger's beating the fuck out of him, bro. I don't think so. I think you're You just said. Uh, Black Panther and Captain America would be, be a fight. Killmonger beat the fuck out of the, uh, Black Panther. But then when Black Panther he didn't have, him, he didn't have his he powers. He beat him when Black Panther didn't have his powers. When they both Black didn't have Panthers powers. he beat Okay, but they both had powers. Who's winning?
0: Well, they, Black Panther won. <laughs> they, yeah, they fought. And Black no, Panther well, won. No, it, but, he, just like he cheated. He, he, cheated, <laughs> he cheated,
2: bro. He, he cheated. waited for the suit to wear off. and He, he backstabbed him. That's cheating. He's just hey, smart. He's than I think what? Part of I think you don't realize. Well, he got. Okay, the first time what
0: mm-hmm. happened, got his ass. Iron, bruh. Cap and Renko went. Well, hands went toes <laughs> well, with Iron Man and beat his ass.
2: Like, what? <laughs> you remember that? What? In
0: Civil War, bruh, Cap was going straight toes with Iron Man and beat his ass. Iron Man had outlined outlined his fight pattern. When Iron Man got got
2: mad at at Captain Winter Soldier, he was low-key tipping them niggas up.
0: After he outlined their fight pattern, though. Like, you remember? Niggas of his power. What the fuck is his? Nigga cheated. That's cheating, bro. (laughs) He knew every move where it was coming. That's cheating. Before he knew what the fuck was coming, like, dude was getting pieced up. Not gonna lie.
2: Facts. Facts. (laughs) Bye.